All right, y'all ready? Yep. I'm going to bump in something with something totally random. I know you mentioned this group earlier, Ryan Rocket, so it's only right if I play this. I listen to this song every single morning. We gotta come like we get down and dirty for our business. We gotta come like we regret to pull back. You listen to this every morning? Every morning. Wait, so this is your pump up song to go to work? Yeah. Okay. I'll be just imagine me in the car like this. Yeah, ho. Yeah, ho. That's hilarious. I heard this song a long time. I can see how it can get you up for the minute. <laughs> this song go good with time, too. It travel good with time. <laughs> and I've been thinking, too. I, I, I remember how you say that people got made fun of for listening to 3-6. Looking back, they really did, man. Because I remember my homeboy was a big 3-6 Mafia fan. And we used to clown him <laughs> being such a fan. But now looking back, like, we all bought that shit now. So. Yeah. It sound good, too, man. The production. It got the DJ scratching in it. DJ Paul. Yeah. Yep. It goes to show you, man, the people who are really innovating, you don't appreciate it until after the fact. Yeah. So it's never really appreciated in the moment. Yeah. I, now, I know they're um, probably financially good. But just imagine if the people that liked them now liked them back then. Yep. Like, I know they won a Grammy or Oscar, first hip-hop artist to win an Oscar. Yeah. But just imagine if they was, uh, if they had the support <laughs> they got now, they had back then. They will probably be the best group all time. It would be crazy, man. Yeah. And everybody would bite their flow and everybody would bite their, you know, they did eventually. They, but way after the yeah. Fact. I was going to say they do it now. Yeah. Way after the fact, but yeah, they definitely would, man. And that's yeah. why they made that album the most known unknown because they really were the most known unknown rappers yeah. out. So, yeah, Country Black. <laughs> <laughs> no, Country Black was nice with the dance moves, man. <laughs> I had to admit, I, yeah. I was la I used we used to climb him at first, but he was nice with the dance moves, man. Yeah, he was getting it. Yeah, yes, R.I.P. Lord Infamous. Yeah, the great three six yeah. mafia. Always good choice to get the day off right. And the podcast started off right because, you know, we are we in tough times right now, but we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, folks. It's coming. It's here. Maybe, hopefully, possibly. Depends if there's a second wave and we all get killed this next time. But hopefully Oh, my God. <laughs> They're talking about a second wave, man. I don't know. Man. The fucking city almost flooded again last night, so there's that, but... It's, 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 ar it's around that time, though, man. Yes. Yeah. Hurricane season. <laughs> so if we survive this next few months, I think we'll be okay. But welcome once again to the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all. I am Ryan Rocket, joined as always by the lovely Jasmine and my boy Figgy Fig. We The original three, the original three six mafia right yeah. here. No yeah. kicking it again, giving y'all all, all I'm, the... I'm the DJ, I'm DJ Paul. DJ Paul over here on the twos. <laughs> Jasmine is either LeChat or Gangsta Boo. I would say who, gang who was better. I can't remember. LeChat was better than me. Oh, okay. She had man. Ooh. No, she to me, I think she wanted to. I would people probably laugh at me at this, but I would put her probably top five. You said <laughs> like that female before. MCs, yeah. 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 She was she was hard, but she I think she just didn't have that look. 
she was like a rough chick. She she really ain't had that look of a female artist. So I think that's why she was way underlooked. I kind of want, I know we don't have a lot of rap groups now, period. But I don't really know why we don't have any women in rap groups anymore. That used yeah. to be a big thing back in the South. No Limit had one. Mia X, uh, what's it called? Crime Mob had Princess and Diamond. <laughs> so that's yeah. what happened to the uh, female Re- rap Remember group. that song, Ladies Night? <laughs> With oh, Angie Martinez. <laughs> yes, that was awful. You said it was hard or awful? <laughs> that was awful. Here we go. You <laughs> were that bad. Lil' Kim and... Well, that was Mulan. Angie Martinez. <laughs> was this a part of a movie soundtrack or was this just a single? It was probably on some soundtrack, but I can't remember. But I do remember always thinking the song was corny. And Andy Martinez should stick to radio interviews. <laughs> the brat is also heavily slept on, I think, because now she's more known for the radio shit. Yeah. The show she'd be hosting, but she's a slept on rapper. Yeah. Uh, a lot of unknown women yeah. were hot back in the day. <laughs> but anyway, no, enough of memory lane. Memory lane. Let's get back to the present day and introduce the podcast as we always have. How y'all doing? We didn't get we didn't we didn't do a welfare check last podcast because we had a jam-packed, action-packed, guest-packed show. Yes. Yay. Now we don't. So, yeah. Shout <laughs> out, yeah, shout out to everybody who joined us last week too, man. That was yeah, that was a fun show. It was a lot of fun, man. Shout out to uh Wade Smith, Stanford Route, uh Fat Tony, Jack Freeman, and everybody who joined on the pre-show. On the uh, uh, where we look, welcomed all our listeners in, I know Pay Text was there. Another, y'all know who y'all were. We appreciate mm-hmm. y'all and we love y'all. Yeah. And we're probably gonna do that again in the future. Yeah. But back to the original. How, <laughs> how are y'all doing, man? Like I, we've been saying, the state is opening up again. Gyms are open starting on Monday. And oh, you excited? Boy. Yeah. You gotta get hyped for that. about that because I, I I've read the rules and regulations and I don't like them. Oh, I'd man. almost rather not go. And have to abide by this bullshit they're trying to peddle on the gym community. As you shouldn't. You shouldn't go. I, I agree. Won't. I yeah. probably won't at this point. I'll just be fat for another two months. I don't care. <laughs> but, uh, so, so how are y'all doing? Are y'all getting out a little bit more? Are y'all acclimating to this lifestyle? Or are you finally trying to uh, get out and see? I know clubs were open again. We all saw the Prospect Park video. Yeah, I was about to say. Trending on you t- on Twitter. Oh really? There's a prospect yeah. that video? was that yeah. was wild. I I got anxiety looking at that man. <laughs> I, there was, I was a lot of park, people there. It was packed like it was like a regular. It was Thursday a regular, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wow. And there it, was one guy with a mask, but it was pulled down, so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see nobody social distancing. Yeah. I, yeah. At first, I tried to shoot some bell. I'm thinking like maybe that was an old video because you know how people been showing a picture of somebody at the beach, but yeah. it was like three yeah. years old, but. I was yeah. looking, I'm, I had to watch the video again. I'm like, no, nah, I see security guards with masks, but yeah. not on, on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is why they were smoking hookah, all type of yeah. wild shit. It was a regular ass day at Prospect <laughs> yes. Park. There is so. no way I'm going to a public place to smoke hookah. Mm. There's just no way. What if it's with your friends, though? What if it's just with Ashley and you know she clean? <laughs> it doesn't matter, year. though, because that mouth, like, I just, now I'm just, Thinking about the how clean is that mouthpiece? 
Well, yeah. you get a brand new one in the plastic that hasn't been well, used I'm before. Saying, I know, I understand that, but I'm saying as far as like the whole hoop itself, how much, how well are they cleaning those? Like the whole base. Oh, okay. You think somebody's refreshing the water, like cleaning, okay. like I know they give you a whole new plastic tube, but like how, how clean is the base? How clean well, is the, you get a whole new plastic thing, but I still, no. First of I all, I get what I'm you're saying, but. It. You but you order takeout food and you don't know how they're handling that either. So sometimes you just gotta trust. <laughs> yeah, I mean okay. <laughs> you just have to believe I, that things are clean. I just think the whole, you know, hookah experience is messed up at this point. How so? Now, I mean I just think I don't know. Oh, because it's just, sharing the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like you know, back in the day or I, I won't say back in the day, but remember we used to share liquor bottles. Like it was no big deal. We used to, you yeah. know. You know how people used to just kind of, you know, hover their mouth over it as long as they don't touch touch the bottle. So I think all of that is all messed up, too. So sharing, to me, sharing anything with your mouth is kind of jacked up, even if you are switching the mouthpieces. Anyway, I know we've gotten off topic. How have y'all been? How have y'all been acclimating? Are y'all going outside anymore or any less? What's going on, people? Talk to me. Uh, I'm chilling. I've been, uh, I went to go visit my family finally in Dallas for Mother's Day. And, uh, I was kind of telling Rocket in the pre Facebook live that, uh, it's interesting to see how like they are few and far between, but in comparison to here, like the precaution is just not there as much. Like they have the, you know, the little lines drawn out for you at the grocery store and things like that, but nobody's really paying attention to it. Um, other than that, at, in actual Houston, like where you know where we're at now, as uh, we've been going out as far as like the grocery store goes. I went to, I did go get an oil change today to a um, jeweler, and uh, that was about it. But that was that was the most errands that I've done in a day. Like I went to um, the gas station as well. So I don't know. It's it's just weird. I come back and wipe everything down, just because precaution and just I you just I think this is really quick and really we're moving really fast on this everyone being open and just being free to you know do as they please again but I understand the business aspect at the same time so Figgy oh yeah how you been man I don't know if you checked in with you or oh I've been cool man I, um I got my hair done uh yesterday okay. and today so the shower cap on man John yeah man <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just got this one too. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's up because I can't wear a do rag like a normal guy because of my hair. So I gotta wear oh, this. Yeah. yeah. Hey man, what you gotta do is stay fresh because <laughs> haircuts are getting rarer and rarer these days. Yeah, I was so happy to see my barber man. I, <laughs> I want to give him a hug, man. <laughs> you cry tears of joy. Yeah. Did y'all? See? <laughs> I seen a tweet uh, a couple weeks ago. Like man, like. I think it was a picture of a barber putting a little uh, tissue over his neck. He like, man, when I when this happened to me, I might moan. Yeah, I might feel goosebumps. I saw that. I saw that one. I'm that like, I'm a suspect, but I get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, nah, that haircut ain't that important to me. <laughs> I, I actually went longer without a haircut than this. So this really wasn't a big deal, but if it, it's, it's always good to get a haircut. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure the barbers are happy to be back in business too, man. So yeah, yeah. good for everybody. Yep. 
Uh, well, shit, y'all. A lot of things came out this week. Well, not a lot, but a few things. Things worth talking about. Mm-hmm. We're going to react. Um, first off, let's, well, fuck it. This is first on the list. Let's break down this new future project. I don't know if it's an album. I don't know what the fuck they're calling it now, but he Who dropped cares? a project <laughs> on, uh, on Friday. It's called High Off Life. Um, it's pretty long. I want to say it's like what 18 tracks, something like that. 21. An hour, 21. over an hour long. Yeah. So For it's sure. a full-on project. It features uh Travis Scott, who of course is a prostitute and will whore himself out for any feature with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. You don't think he is? I swear I feel like I see Travis Scott on every big project that's out there, man. I wonder if he's he ever says no to a feature. Because I feel like he's been on everything. Maybe that's just me. (laughs) What if they Uh, what if they solicit him and they want him for the project themselves? That's what you do to prostitutes too. You solicit them. And Mm. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. The Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) but uh he also had Lil Dirk on it, he had Lil Uzi Vert on it. Um, so yeah, a few guests on it. Uh Slim, wait, who? Young Thug. Yeah, Young Thug's on it too. The baby was on the uh, Life is Good remix, which is actually pretty good. Um, so what did you guys think? I know, I think we've kind of been in reverse with our takes on Future lately because you guys were saying that he was cold about a year ago. And mm-hmm. I was the one saying, nah, we got to wait. I don't think he's done yet. And now I think you guys are saying he's back. And I've been the one saying like, nah, I think he's kind of cooled off, honestly. Mm. Yeah. So, with those takes in mind, what did you guys think about this latest project? Is Future officially back or not? Uh, I did not get through the whole thing, but from what I heard, I would say no. Mm. I would say I um he he faked me out. Um, I thought life was good, was really great. I thought desires was good. I thought what else has he been on lately that um has come out and I was pretty impressed by. Um, but I definitely thought this project was going to do a little bit more justice than it did for me. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm in the future hive anymore. I just don't think his music is for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, but then very much so he could drop the track and I'd like it, but it's not like, like you said, we've kind of been, our, our opinions have been back and forth, but I definitely think that, uh, uh-uh, this one, this one wasn't for me, at least at the point of the album that I'm at. I think that's honestly the general general thought of it right now, as far as mm-hmm. seen on social media. But figure what you think, man. Um, I listened to it. I thought it was okay, but I kind of realized you kind of mentioned this when we was breaking down the um the Drake album. I think Future is kind of in that same category as far as like the way he make music, and it all sounds similar. Now I'm not talking about early early Future, but his last maybe four five projects oh it sound the same to me it kind of got the same production he talking about the same things the um the content is kind of the same i guess but to me it's i don't know it's it's kind of weird now to try to say the last project was whack and this one is good to me oh my bad to me this all that was me my bad but this all sound the same to me. It's, to me, this is, I think this is future. This is his sound. He gonna make the same type of music. 
So I don't want to say he cold. Maybe maybe he don't have a hit like a um, mask off. But to me, it sound the same. Like I said, the the production is real good. I like I like the beats on here, but nothing really stood out to me. I I, I do like the Travis song. Um, Life is good, of course. I like Life is good. I like the Young Thug song. The Young Thug song. That's the one that stuck out to me the most. Um, yeah. Posted with Thinking Demons. That was a good song to me. I could hear that song being played a little more. But um, another, maybe this is not a hot take, but. I don't like NBA Young Boy or Young Boy NBA. Yeah. I, really? To me, yeah. That to me, this was the worst song on here. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't get the hype around it. Every time I say he whack or you know I don't really care for him, people say I gotta listen to him, or he be saying some real shit. You gotta really listen, bro. Yeah, like nah, like <laughs> like I'm listening. <laughs> I got ears. I'm. So you listening. don't like his sound. Yeah, I just yeah, I just I, I don't like his sound, I don't like his style. Um uh, the lyrics, I'm not, you know, I'm not paying attention to the lyrics that much for him because it, I don't know, I just don't get it, man. I he not for me. <laughs> but um overall, I thought it was a cool album. I think it's going to come and go though. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And the same thing with his last project. And this is why I'm officially on the future is cold take now, because I've given him time. He's put out a good amount of work and none of it is bumping. And I, I can say it's just me, but the fact is the fact. I mean, I'm sure his stream, streaming numbers are OK, but he will. I don't think he can put out another hit like he did with Mask Off at this point. I don't know if he'll ever get that at this point. You was know, that his biggest hit? Good. Mass, I don't know if that was his biggest hit. Because but I, that he, was the last one I know he had, okay. like get constant rotation everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Life is good, I know, did some numbers. I think that's the Drake stimulus, honestly. You know, because Drake is kind of a cheat code with some certain rappers, and he was kind of that for him. Mm -hmm. Uh I also thought it was kind of cheap to put that song on this project too. Because that was just a way to boost up your own numbers. Because he went, they say he went gold yeah. overnight. I saw Future talk about um, how he went gold in thirty gold. minutes. Yeah. And like, okay, you did, but you added streams of a song that's been out for months now. That went four times Drake's latest project. Yeah. And you add those streams to your own for that song. Of course, it's gonna be big. You know, so that's that was cheating. I didn't like that. We've heard that song enough. It's been out three different times now. But because because it was the remix and not the original. It's he just, put the original on there, though. Oh, the original's on there, yeah. too? Yeah, the original and the remix are on um, the album. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Which is, I understand the remix is good. Yeah. But he put the original one on there, too, and I thought that was just a cheat code. You know, that's yeah. trying to game the system. I don't like that. Uh, But as far as the sound of the whole album, like, I could take it or leave most of the songs. Um, to Figgy's point, I think he's kind of just, he is who he is at this point. Personally, I just don't feel like I hear the hunger in him like yeah. he had with that mixtape run, man. It's hard to put Marsh my finger on it and really explain it, yeah. but I don't feel that the feeling you got where he, it, it felt like he was really hungry in those verses. Yeah. It seems like he's just kind of getting in the studio and going through the motions. 
a, a big problem I had as a Houstonian and also a sports fan on the second track on uh, High Tech Tech. He had a line that says something like, I'll be in Houston like Kareem. I'm a rocket. He said Kareem, as in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who uh, never played in Houston his whole oh, life. He I meant ca- to say Hakeem. Hakeem. I, yeah, I ain't even peeped that out. I heard that. I knew what he meant, uh, but I didn't realize he said Kareem. He said Kareem. I played it back because I'm like, wait, Kareem? I played it back like several times. He said Kareem. You need to tweet and that I'm out. Like, you got how many people in the studio? Your producer? Nobody can point out the fact that you said Kareem and not Hakeem. <laughs> that bothered me. You need to tweet that out and point that Somebody out. Somebody already did. Somebody did already they? did. Okay. That's where I saw it. To be okay. Honest. Okay. But when I actually heard the album, I noticed like, damn, come on, future. And yeah. that's just speaking how lazy his music has gotten to me. Mm. You know, it sounds like he's just going in the studio and doing whatever. First take. Okay, on to the next song. On to the next song. And it's kind of like a production line sound he's on, you know. Yeah. Stock verse. He's not experimenting with flows like he used to, really. The one song I did like a lot was uh, One of My, because I felt like that sounded a little bit different. He switched up the flow and the concept a little bit, and I enjoyed Mm. that one. But everything else just kind of sound like going through the motions future, man. And if if that's what his fan base wants, and he's catering to them, that's cool, but I'm out the future hive too, Jasmine. I got to admit, yeah. I'm signing yeah. out. I'm resigning. It's been a fun ride. I've stand for the man for a little bit, but mm-hmm. you held I it down for him. I can't lie, you really held it down for him. When <laughs> yeah. We were talking shit, but yeah, I know. I think it's time. Do, so, do y'all think um, he's just good on features? Because I felt like the times me and Jasmine said, "Oh, he might be back," were on his features, especially the life is good. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, I felt like, I mean, I know that wasn't a feature. That was his song, but I felt like the stuff he had people on, like he was on Desires too. Mm-hmm. I felt like those were the good ones, but uh, his whole projects is kind of meh. Uh, that might be a good point. Also, it might be that he feels like he steps up his game when yeah. he's on somebody else's song. Mm-hmm. You know, like the song with Nav that I liked a lot that I talked about last week. Yeah. Uh, that song, My Business with Nav. I thought mm-hmm. he had a great verse on that. You know, I thought that was the best verse he's had in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like he steps his game up a little bit when he's working with somebody else. But when it's on his own track, it's just, you know, production line. Okay, get out the way. One take, next one, next one, next one. So yeah. I think that might be the case. Mm-hmm. So I hate to say yeah. it. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> I, I I hate to say it, man, because I was a future stand. I was hoping he would carry the momentum on. And he, he had a great run. I'm not saying it like he's done. You know, he's still, of course, out there. But I think as far as being a trendsetter in the game, as far as having huge singles, as far as, you know, setting the culture in a certain way, I think his time is kind of over. But he will continue to make songs that sound or albums that sound just like this. And his fan base will say he's still good. And if that's good enough for them, that's okay. But for Mm -hmm. me, I I wanted more. And it is what it is now. He's happy in life, I guess. Another thing, too, another case of an artist getting sober and getting worse. I don't think he's (laughs) sober. He he called this album High Off Life, which which presumes that he's not on any other substance. But But he, he... he did have lyrics that that stated otherwise. 
He was. He had a song called me. High Tech. Fair enough. Yeah. But I, you, I don't you think, think he's sober though. Allows him to sip no more. <laughs> mm. Y'all think he's still on drugs, being with Lori Harvey? Mm, having Steve that's a good Harvey question. as your potential father-in-law. I don't, I don't. I don't know if I don't think he's as heavily. I don't think he's heavily doing them, but I don't think that he's not smoking weed and not not doing other things. I I don't really count weed as a drug, though. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, I don't think he's sober. I don't think that okay. man is completely sober at all. He could be, but I, I just don't think Future is completely sober. So I would have to say weed is a drug in that case because I don't think he's not doing anything at all. So uh, oh, well, is, is he on is he on lean or coding? Pills? I think he said he's giving up lean, basically. Okay. I don't know if that's true. Some people don't even think he ever really stepped like that. You know? Yeah. But I, I've heard that before. But I, I do know he's talked about... Um, feeling guilty about Juice World, and yeah. he kind of feels like, I don't think he blames himself for Juice World's death, but he kind of feels like he was a bad influence on him. Mm-hmm. So that could be part of the reason why he might be clean now. I don't know. But the music ain't as good as the codeine future. So I'm not saying he got to get back on drugs to sound good, but <laughs> it's another case of somebody being too happy to make good music. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was a good run, though. It was. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about this like people talk about mixtape Wayne, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Great run, but it is what it is now. Everybody get kind of washed up, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, Another thing that came out that ended up being kind of big, this actually came out like last week, but we didn't really last talk about week. it. Uh, Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj have their first number one record. And it was a shock to me to realize that Nikki never had number one before. I thought she had something go number one by now. I at really least thought hasn't. Starships or um, Super Bass was number one. Or Anaconda. Like, I thought one of those songs went number one at one point, but apparently she has never had a number one until now mm. with the Say So remix with Doja Cat. Um, so did y'all like this song? What do y'all think about it? I don't know if y'all have heard it, but do y'all like this song? Are y'all fans of this song and Doja Cat? Yeah, I love this song. And I also want to shout out that Beyonce and Megan Thee Stallion are also number one. They were number two. Yeah. So the fact that four African-American women were occupying the number one and number two spots is amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> don't be a hater, Rocket. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I do like, um, I do like, say so i thought it was good and you know i'm not the the biggest nikki fan anymore so um but i i enjoyed her verse i thought it was cute i thought she brought something extra to the song and i love doja cat so she's grown more and more on me i just love the the world that she lives in yeah this song is very poppy i don't really like it it's very bubblegum type shit but uh, i understand why it's a hit but i don't like the song um, I don't like that Doja Cat lied about showing her titties. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that she lied about that, but whatever. I mean, I, I don't know about Doja Cat. I mean, she's cool, I guess. I think she's talented. She's very talented. Oh, yeah. But she's also kind of corny to me and some of the stuff she does. It kind of sounds like she's trying a little bit too hard, but 
this song, I don't like it, but I do think, like, I have no problem with them going number one. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, you know, they're, they're talented. Nikki deserved a number one by now. So I'm glad she finally got it. Another thing she could brag about. <laughs> so there's that. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad they, they, they deserve a number one. So I'm, I'm cool with it. What about you? Think? What do you think about this song? Um, it was cool. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I could see it work in the room. <laughs> if I'm at a club ever again, I can see the song playing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah. But I thought it was cool. But uh, it's Nikki always killed her features. To me, yeah. she never really give a whack feature. We can True. say what we can say what she uh, what we want about her songs and albums, but her features be on point and always memorable <laughs> for some reason. Very true, man. Good point. She does kill a feature whenever she's on it. Mm-hmm. So whoa, I, I'm good for them for getting a number one. Um, apparently, Takashi Six Nine is upset because he thinks that billboard is conspiring to keep him from being number one or number two so interesting things going behind the scenes i can see that (laughs) yeah side note if anyone knows how to mute words from your instagram i would love to mute takashi 69 i um explored all of my instagram settings yesterday and i cannot figure (laughs) it out so if that is a feature Please holla at your girl. I do not want to see anything about him ever again. Wow. <laughs> I'm, a, man, I'm so annoyed. He is literally on every single shade room post. Mm, and for yeah. some reason, although I don't follow him, he is the first comment that I see. He, and I'm just it's, over him. It's he so is it's, literally trying to say he has nothing else to do. Yeah. It's so tricky because like, you know, we we handle the social medias of the Gems and Juice podcast and all that. And I, it was a couple times I wanted to post something he posted, but I'm like, man, I don't want to be that person that posts everything he posts. But but when you look at it, it's not like it's an R. Kelly type of situation where he's doing something illegal and something nasty where you don't want to support it. Like, he literally just ratted on somebody and got out of jail. But it's it's tricky because you don't want to play his music and support him so much. You see what I'm saying? But like I said, he really ain't do nothing outrageous where you say, hey, you know, no, nah, we're not supporting them. Well, there to be honest, there have been a couple things about him that were problematic. I think he he was allegedly abusive to his ex-girlfriend, his baby mama. And apparently he did have a situation with an underage girl at one point early yeah. in his career. So there, there are those things, too. But I don't think that's the reason why people hate him right now. I think it's nah, all the, people the ain't even bringing shit. that up. <laughs> yeah, it's all I'm the snitching shit right now. The snitching stuff doesn't like. My concern is just I'm just annoyed of seeing him. Like I'm just annoyed of him. It seems like him trying to stay relevant, trying to say like he's. If he would stop, he's still relevant. Like obviously he's six nine, he snitched. Like whatever, whenever he gets on social media, it's gonna be an event. But I'm just annoyed at the fact that he feels as though it seems like that he feels as though he has to comment on everything so people can still like so he can stay in the in the topic of conversation. Just live your life. Like, you know, if you want to get on your live, get on your live. But he is just overly active on on social media now when at, at one point in time he wasn't as bad. Like, you know, he was always trolling, but he wasn't as bad as he is now um, trying to defend himself or or comment like you know adding people like trying to get them a response out of them like now it's annoying yeah i i get that point but and i, I always go back to blaming the people you yeah. know 
I don't blame Tekashi 69 for trying to get attention. That's what artists do. That's what people in entertainment do. They're supposed to try to get attention and do things that are controversial or whatever. I blame everybody who claims they have a problem with it, but still posts about them. Even if yeah. you don't like them, don't post about not liking them. Just don't yeah. post anything. Say You're helping, all. and all these people are showing their true colors. Like you said, Shade Room going to post everything he does. Yeah. All these outlets, because they know it gets clicks, and they know it gets views, even if people just are viewing the hate on it. Yeah. You know? So I blame the people who are giving him the clout regardless, just because they want to say how much they don't like him. You're still helping him by hating him in public and saying you hate him. You know? Yeah. So I blame those people. It's y'all fault. <laughs> I don't blame him because, of course, he's going to try to do what he does, but I blame the people for allowing it and allowing it to go on and allowing him to live in their heads. So, Do you blame... Um, I know we wasn't even supposed to be talking about Takashi Sis now right now, but do you blame the media for even posting anything he do? Because I see a lot of artists... Um, pretty much, um, not shitting on the media, but I seen me pretty much going that Elliot Wilson for mm-hmm. reposting, uh, I think Takashi Six Nine song or something like that. Do you, um, do you feel like they need the blame for doing that type of stuff? Yes, and like that's the reason why clout culture has gotten out of control, man. Why yeah. we had goofy shit like people, the guy who used to go viral, that bonk guy. Yeah. Who would go in a store and act a fool and just destroy shit for no reason. Yeah. And oh. that would go viral and everybody would post that shit. You're encouraging goofy shit by posting that. And they know they're doing that, but they want the clicks and they want the views. So yeah, I definitely blame the media. Mm. You know, because yeah. they're prostituting themselves, man. They're they're showing what they're really about. They have no morals. They don't care that everybody gonna see that shit and try to emulate it. You yeah. know, it's all about the views. So yeah, I do blame the media. Mm. The damn mainstream media. Yeah. The lamestream media, as Trump says. <laughs> oh now we have Trump podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. We are not a Trump podcast. Uh, so uh, we digress. Um, another new release that came out, I want to say last weekend, but we didn't talk about it because we have so much shit on the, on the platter. Uh, yeah. Kalani made an album called It Was Good Until It Wasn't. Now, I will admit I did not hear this at all, but I know Jasmine did. I know you're a big Kalani fan. So what do you think about this album, girl? This album was really good. Initially, um, I I listened to this album going to Dallas. So I saved the song and downloaded the songs that I liked off of, you know, first, second listen. And then um, I went back this past week and listened to it again. And I ended up downloading damn near the whole album. I was like, okay, like, I don't know what it was at first or why I didn't like the song or care for it, but I liked it. I thought it was a good cohesive project. Um, She broke down uh, her relationship with YG, of course. And I thought that was interesting. I think um, a lot of what she said was very public knowledge already, I guess, or especially for me being a a fan of West Coast music. Huh? I said insider at West Coast Music and YG. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I uh, I felt like, um, you know, we kind of already knew. She didn't reveal to us anything that was, you know, out of the ordinary. Uh, I did expect a direct response to Party Next Door to his Savage Anthem that he made that was about her. But I do understand at the same time, you know, that was a situation that happened years ago at this point so her not directing her energy to that 
Um, but I thought it was a good project. It was it was very Kalani, like it wasn't anything out of the ordinary to, um, you know, her normal sounds. I, I liked it. I, thought, I liked the length of it for sure. It wasn't too long. Um, it wasn't too short, but um, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I think I think um, there are songs rocking. I, I don't know. Eh, never mind. I was gonna say you should try. <laughs> You know, I was gonna say on. you should try it. There may be a couple of tracks that you may you may mess with, but I I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> no, no, I I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a yeah. shot. Ryan don't I'll like today's R and B. I really don't. I really don't. But I'll I'll I'm give not, it a shot. I'm liking it more. Like I like you know, y'all know I like Janae. I don't know. I I'm weird. I I don't really care for her, but. I this Kalani album I enjoy. I don't know. I'll say that R and B hasn't been my favorite genre as of the last few years either. But I'm starting to get back into it. They they they're pulling me back. Okay. Every time yeah. you try to leave, so I'm just keep pulling. <laughs> um. Now I know I didn't listen to the album, but I did see something trending on Twitter that I thought was very interesting involving Kalani. <laughs> Apparently, Charlemagne got a lot of flack. Because uh, Kalani made an appearance on the socially distant Breakfast Club, I guess. And here's the thing: I didn't know they were even doing this because yeah. I haven't heard Breakfast Club in a long time. Yeah. But apparently, they're still doing the show from home. You know, yeah. kind of like yeah. we're doing the podcast right now. Mm-hmm. And they had Kalani on on one of their conference call interviews, and Kalani was talking about her breakup. She used very indirect language to reference it, and Charlemagne kind of pressed on it. And they went back and forth. So let, let's listen, because Charlamagne got a lot of flack for this. People were saying he was gaslighting and being offensive <laughs> and disrespectful. So let's hear the audio and judge for ourselves if Charlamagne went too far in this interview with Kalani. Like we had already made it through the the outside the club thing. We already had made it through, you know, like we had broken up a couple times just from like me personally just being like okay this is just too much like what this just too much like every, the life is too crazy like everybody's too in my business like everything's too turned up i just need to chill and i kind of like the tattoos um, on so once we finally that's made to that point me. i was okay we're in a good space <laughs> like, like that's too much she looked like she worked at a tattoo shop but yeah. i'm also about to let the you receptionist of a tattoo like, shop the grammys and took your daughter like everybody was in such a high spirited like happy mode, of course, I didn't expect it to, to go bad, but it went bad that day, so. You said, I've seen everything I didn't want to see. So what is that? I mean, not to not to get too much into it. I just, I, I mean, I said it in the song. If people want to go listen to the song, it's literally word for word what's in the song. So okay, go so check that's out literal. Valentine's okay, that's Day. Literal. <laughs> it's very literal. So what is it? What's literal? I didn't hear the song. What's literal? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've seen his phone and there just was things that I just didn't need to see that were not surface level things. They're very deep and intricate. And I just felt like, oh, maybe beard. I need to take a step back. God, this looks so I don't think we're on the yes. same page. Our shit looked better than this. So. He was cheating on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't forgive a little cheating, Kalani? Just a little bit? <laughs> No, I think you get to a certain point where if you set certain boundaries for your relationship, then that's the boundaries that you guys should hold yourselves to. If we had set, you know, the rules to be, you know what, if there's communication, you can kind of live your best life, then there's that. If there's, you can live your best life without to communicate, then there's that. If the, if the rules and the boundaries that we set with each other was, 
this is what it is and that gets broken at some point i have to hold that standard to myself and honor myself and you know dip out did he apologize at least oh yeah he filled my whole lawn with roses and things like that and wanted <laughs> to put I'm a billboard up told you he has a big heart do y'all still speak niggas fuck up kalani yeah, and that's, that's, and that's great, good but guys. I, have daughter, I have a daughter to just focus on, so I can't, you know, like, take so much time to, like, go through all the most, I don't have as much downtime to sit in my room and be upset when things happen over and over again. I kind of have to take right, things. I got you. Right. You're not obligated. All right. <laughs> yes, enough of that. So, basically, people were very upset with the fact that uh, Charlemagne pressed and it takes- uh, kept bringing it up and, and basically said that even if he cheated, you know, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. So are, are we on the side of social media uh, it, that he went too far? First of all, I got to say that their setup looks worse than I thought it would. Yeah. I thought they made a lot more money to be having that kind of janky ass setup. They look like somebody who just started a podcast. Yeah. You know, no, look at the mics. The connection issues. The mics look dusty and old. <laughs> Charlemagne on camera brushing his nappy ass goatee for some reason with a hoodie on. Uh, DJ Envy looked way too engaged. <laughs> like it, it looked, it, like it looked this. very, 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 very janky. Well, so, I mean, I just ate on camera. So well, that's, look, you know. we we we, nah, we are a we underground the, podcast. Yeah, we not okay? the Breakfast Club. Yes, that's we are a underground. If we was on their no sponsors, if we was on their level, I shit, I have a background in the back. <laughs> <laughs> we had top notch sound effects, and it, uh, we was hearing all type of feedback and everything. Yes, yeah. we they no, nah, they was having connection issues. You could tell it was a very janky setup. Uh, but yeah, we ain't got no sponsors, man, and our shit be sounding crispy as crispy as we can get it. Yeah. So besides <laughs> the point, was Charlemagne right or wrong for this interview? What do y'all think? Uh, I think the internet was a little hypersensitive. Um, I get where Kalani, Kalani straight up said, the fact that he straight up asked her what was in the song when she said, go listen to the song. I thought that was disrespectful. But at the same time, from an interviewer point of view, I see where he was doing. I see what he was getting at. He was trying to prolong the, the interview, prolong that conversation. So I get it. But I didn't think he was disrespectful. I thought he was Charlemagne. Like I, I thought he was Charlemagne. I thought the internet was a little, a little sensitive. I can't lie. Um, and I also thought Kalani handled her. I, um, if it bothered her, she, she didn't. You, she didn't let you tell. She didn't let you see it. I thought she handled it, and I thought she answered answered the question amazingly. So um, I don't know if that has a little bit to do with why my opinion is the way that it is. But um, it didn't. I, I didn't have a problem with that interview. I didn't have a problem with how he did that. The, just the fact of him doubled down and asking exactly what she just said. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought you would be more on Kalani's side, but actually you kind of are actually. But yeah, yeah I, I pretty much agree. Biggie, what do you think, man? Um, When you sent this to me, I watched it and I'm thinking like, what's wrong? Like, I ain't seen a problem with anything. It seemed like a regular interview. And honestly, yeah. I ain't seen nothing different from Charlemagne. Charlemagne do this type of stuff all the time. And he yeah. everybody know he real blunt. And he said, Hey, you know, what to say? I ain't, you know, I ain't hear the song. <laughs> like we like I'm sure people don't I'm I'm sure he don't want to sit there and say, Oh, okay, you said it. Let me go check the song out to see what it said. I think at yeah. at that moment he was like, What to say? Like, just say it, type of thing. 
that that always been him. So I ain't really see nothing. But I think people was too. I agree with you, Jasmine. I think people was too sensitive with this. I had to watch it a couple times. I thought he was really being disrespectful, like you know, ignorant. He he had I've way seen him do way worse. Yeah, he had <laughs> way more moments than this. I don't count this one in. So I I ain't get why he was trending. <laughs> But I think people a little press for a uh, little press for something, so they I think they kind of picking on him too. Yeah, I think people were mainly upset over when he said uh, that. Oh, you can't forgive a little cheating. People got more upset with that, I think, because you know, of course, social media is this magical land where nobody gets back with anybody who fucked up or cheated. You know, <laughs> all of us somehow know somebody, uh, people we're close to that have taken people back for cheating yet somehow on social media, that's unacceptable. And that's the end all be all for a relationship. Funny yeah. how that works. But uh, yeah, I, I was on Charlemagne's side because I, I understand a frustration when somebody is on the interview and, and is very indirect with what you're talking about. I get upset with that because I hate how Kalani was talking this interview when she was like, well, you know, if you're in a situation where somebody's saying this and it was a before situation, like, just say, like, he cheated on me and I didn't think it was okay. You mm -hmm. know, she was very indirect with addressing it. And if you don't address it at all, don't put it in the song, but you're talking about it without talking about it. And that's kind of frustrating for somebody who's just like, just say he fucked up and that wasn't cool with me. And that's all you got to say. So yeah. I understood his perspective, but... People, like y'all said, that people blew it out of proportion. It wasn't that big of a deal. He's done yeah. a lot worse. Yeah, or yeah. she, or I think she could have answered it better if she, if he cheated. Yeah, he, yeah, he cheated. It, it's all out there. It's not like it was yeah. a secret. So she could have. I mean, she had to get detail by detail, but she could have said, "Yeah, you know, it didn't work out right." <laughs> and by the way, I put it in the song, but yeah, you know, <laughs> y'all know the story. He cheated. <laughs> And you know the rest is history. <laughs> That's really but all she was. You she say. was like trying to dress it up a lot, <laughs> where it was like, oh yeah, you know, people go through things, and you know, sometimes people find things out, <laughs> and then you know, people break. It's just like he was just like, hey, what do you do? Like I ain't hear the song. <laughs> so yeah, I don't blame him at all for it, man. I think I think it was a slow day. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and whenever a man is that aggressive sounding towards a woman, it's going to be perceived as disrespect. But yeah, and the thing I didn't think it was that bad. The thing is, people love Kalani, so they gonna you know they a little overprotective uh, of her. Yeah. So anything you ask her, they gonna be super protective over her. But ain't nobody say that shit when he was <laughs> when he made little mama cry. Little mama yeah. cry. She was a meme. Everybody's laughing at her. All this stuff. To be they did honest, get on him for making her cry. Though. Yeah, he apologized. Yeah, yeah, that's and, what that's what I'm saying. Like he been a more of an asshole. Then I don't think he was an asshole in this situation. Twitter was different back then too. It was more of the wild, wild west when that little mama shit happened. If that happened today, he would definitely get a lot more blowback for it. But I yeah. think back then it was more okay. Like we, everybody got joked on back in the day yeah. on Twitter in the yeah. glory days. As I call yeah. it. So yeah, yeah, I think if that happened today, people would definitely get on Charlemagne's ass because he was really rough. Yeah. Mama. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I ain't really see Kalani. Uh I ain't really feel a weird vibe in the interview at all. 
So that's why I had to ask you, like, what happened? Like, what are people, people mad are about? Upset, man. It, it, I it, saw be, his name be, trending. That was the first thing I saw. People were very upset. Yeah, it'd be one yeah. thing if she was upset. You could tell she was upset, but she looked just fine. <laughs> so yeah, he he ain't do nothing. If anything, different. she looked more um, flushed, like more upset before she started answering his question. Like before he asked what was in the song, like. It, when she was saying to go listen to the song, that seemed like she was more annoyed than when he started asking her more detail to me. Yeah. 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 I think we're all in agreement. You know, I think it was innocuous and, you know, people, people at home bored. That's a <laughs> fucked up thing though, because this happens anyway. You know, even <laughs> yeah. when we're not under quarantine, shit like this would be a big deal. So yeah. I can't even blame the quarantine for people caring about this so much and blowing out yeah. of proportion. So yeah, I just think people, it is, I man. just think people. It was a, a a slow day. Yeah. So they say, oh, let's pick on Charlemagne. <laughs> like I wouldn't so even got like. this from the interview. If I listened to it live, I wouldn't even realized it. <laughs> yeah, I would have turned it off because it sounded so bad. But and this ain't the first time he said you ain't you ain't forgive a little cheating. He that that's what he's known for. Yeah, like ain't nothing wrong with a little cheating. <laughs> like he's known for that, so I don't see why people are upset about that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure he's super trolling because I'm sure his wife wouldn't be cool with that at all. So he just oh, kind of yeah. playing a character. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'm just doing that for the radio, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. So what? What? What topics? Oh yeah. Um. Did y'all see the Erica Badu and uh, Jill Scott versus? We didn't talk about that. Anybody yes. see that? Did you like? I figured you did, Jasmine. <laughs> I did. All of all of natural hair, uh, no deodorant, incense burning Her Twitter. Sage. <laughs> what? I said you wanted I wear deodorant. <laughs> they was all tuned in. Uh, did you like the the so called battle? I'll just call it. A, I'll call it a, a a listening experience. A vibe. A vibe. <laughs> vibe. It was absolutely a vibe. I enjoyed it. I loved Erica's background. Her background was great. Um, I like. I think we kind of when we gave our predictions, I said that I knew more of Erica's catalog than Jill, and I was right. Even within when the battle went on, I was still you know right in that. Um, I just enjoyed it. It was it was great. It was great to see too. Um, you know. Erica's protege almost. I don't know if you would go far as far as call her that, but it was good to see like some positivity in in, in women when it comes to music. Um uh normally we don't we don't see that too often. So it was a great experience. It was Mother's Day weekend. It was just a good vibe. It was a great vibe. I watched it with my family. Well, with my mom more so than anything, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I also think Erica, well, I think they said that this had uh, the biggest views of all the verses so far. Yeah. Yeah. Or the most views. So, yeah. I mean, that's pretty big, man. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, yeah. yeah it has 6.7 million streams mm. in their verses battle. Oh, I think that's mm. for their music. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is. No, the verse. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I saw that chart. That yeah. chart was um, explaining more so like, the versus effect. So oh, like okay. once the, once that okay. battle goes down, they see an increase in their streaming, yeah. um, their streaming yeah. numbers. I think for yeah. the I think for the actual battle, I I want to say they had like maybe seven hundred thousand somewhere around there. Oh, okay, 
That's too huge. Some, yeah. I mean, what, Takashi says nine numbers, but... Yeah, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so what else happened this week? Um, I guess we got to talk about the boozy shit because it's been a big deal for a it's couple days now. Yeah, so, well, there's two boozy things. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> the thing people are most mad about are his comments about what happened with his son. Uh, he basically, and I don't know what the platform was. Let me look this up because I haven't actually seen this shit. Uh, well, you can play the audio if you had the link, Figgy. Right. But he basically said that uh, he he was bragging about getting getting his son with a grown woman and having a sexual experience early. Uh, just go ahead and play it because I didn't even hear this clip yet. So let me, let me go ahead and react accordingly. Because yeah, it, it, people are very upset and they're calling this child abuse and. I, I don't know how I feel about it. It's very boozy. I'm training them boys right. I'm training them boys right. Ask any of my, 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 my nephews. Ask any of them. Ask my son. Yeah. They were 12, 13. They got hit. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Hell yeah, I got my fucking son dick sucked. You fucking right. <coughs> Yes, a grown woman. Grown, super grown. Super grown. Checked his ass out. Checked all my nephews Look at the out. comments. Super grown. <laughs> <My honey. laughs> Big out. fat. I know what the fuck she did to them. Well, how do you know? Check me out, that bitch. That's rape. Respect, you heard. <laughs> Getting them prepared, man. Getting them prepared for what? Uh, that's what I don't understand, man. So pe- people were very upset by this. Of, of course, going back to uh, his comments on Dwayne Wade's son, well, now daughter, uh, Zaire. I think it, that is Zaire, right? Or was that the yeah. basketball player? No, 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 that's his daughter. Okay, yeah. Zaire. So people are going back to that and saying, you know, how are you? Okay? I- I've heard all kind of wild stuff. So what is y'all's take on this? Do y'all think Boozy way out of line to even admit this and be proud of it? Or do you think, you know, people are making a big deal out of nothing? I think this is absurd. And I think it's very disgusting. I think CPS should be checking into that. Because anybody else, I, I, don't, I don't see why CPS wouldn't be checking into that. That's, that's, that's disturbing. I don't know how old his kids are now or you know he said his nephews and his sons i don't know i think i just think that's really disturbing and um i don't know if i like i appreciate the fact that he put it out there in the public so that there is something that can be done about it or awareness that can be brought to him and anybody else that is doing this to their children or if, you know, if he would have kept versus him keeping it to himself and just allowing it to continue. But I think it's very disturbing. And the people that are saluting him, I think they're they're equally as disgusting. That's not that's not OK. And the women that are doing that, I question their their mental their mental state too. like what what's going on with them as to where they feel that that's OK. And they don't tell me it's because it. it's boosie. Huh. And that too. They got yeah. money for it and it's boozy, I think. Oh my gosh. Like that, that's that's that in itself. So Yeah. yeah. Well, Figgy, let me get your thoughts on it first, man, before I 
Yeah, I, <laughs> I I agree with Jasmine. I think it's awful. Um, it's uh, as a parent, you can't do that to a kid, man. Like twelve year twelve years old, thirteen. Like you can't have that type of relationship with your parent. I, I don't care how old you are, man. <laughs> like you just don't do that, man. I don't. And I think the part that bothered me, I ain't gonna echo the exact same thing Jasmine said because I agree. But the part that bothered me is how he feel about Dwayne Wade's daughter, but then turn around and do this. Like, this is the right way. I think something's really off. I think, I don't know what he went through as a kid, but it's, it's wrong. I, I I can't respect nobody who agree with that. <laughs> it's, it's not right, man. I, I don't even, I, I think I probably, probably still playing with toys at 12 years old. Mm. So, like, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about, you know, sex and all that stuff at 12 years old. So I just, I, I think it's totally wrong. He he definitely need to be checked for it. I thought he needed to be checked for talking about somebody else's kids, honestly. And a lot of people was defending that BS. So now I, I just discussed that people still trying to defend him. Like, I, yeah. like, like he got, to me, I don't know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to New Orleans or um, Louisiana artists, but and my and my are book, fucking weird. He no no no, but I'm down. He he got two songs, man. He got two classic songs to me, in my opinion. For me, like there there's no point in keep defending this guy like this. <laughs> you know what I mean, like it's one like it's one thing if he was like a superstar, and people were trying to defend it because of the music, but people just look so stupid trying to defend this guy and take up for him. Like wrong is wrong. It's cool. I mean, everybody wrong at some point, but this to me, this is wrong. Yeah, here's here's the thing, man. And I, I the people who are defending him are basically using the uh, excuse or the explanation of this is normal down south. This is normal in the hood. You know, dads will do this for their sons, um, and, and I agree that does happen. You know. I don't think their intent is to put their kid through trauma. I think it's basically, number one, they think they're doing a kid a favor. And number two, I think it's like extreme homophobia where you want to make sure your kid ain't gay. So you have him have a woman and make sure he like it. So you don't have a gay son, mm. you know, and that, that is of course, extreme and wrong. Uh, but they're using the excuse of this happens and it's more normal than we think it is, especially in the hood. I agree with that. It is something that happens, but I don't mean it's right. You know, a lot of the things our parents did are probably wrong and we just got to call it like it is, man. You know, every parent thinks they're in the right, but we learn from generation and generation on that, you know, it's probably not the best way to raise your kids to put them through some shit like that even though you think you're doing them a favor. So, yeah, man, I don't know what people expect from Boozy. I don't know why people expect him to not be this crazy-ass dude and be shocked every time he says some wild shit. But this is kind of beyond all that, and it's very extreme. I'm worried about him and Webby at this point. I don't know what they got going on, but it's, I don't know. Boozy, Boozy got to chill, man. Maybe IG Live ain't for him. Yeah, you know, we all thought it was funny when the Kappa shit was happening, but I feel like he's been on it too much. He's been revealing too much. He's been a little too vocal. And this is why he needs some kind of show where you can edit shit out. 
you know, he needs an editor. I, f- I feel like he don't need a show now. <laughs> oh, you're not going to get one. He's yeah. Not, he's never going to get like a real show. Yeah. I know people know? was entertaining it. Like, oh, yeah, he'd make yeah. a good show. And I thought he did have something in the works. I Maybe thought he I had was like a Facebook show or something. Re- okay. Yeah. But, yeah. I think he probably needs to throw that out the window now. <laughs> he needs an editor. He needs somebody to find the funny shit and just post that and leave all this shit out where he's talking about, you know, child molestation and yeah. how he feel about gay people and all this goofy shit. You know, mm-hmm. he needs that cut out and he needs somebody to be in his ear and be like, man, chill on the live. It's yeah. getting a little too much. But that's boozy, man. You know, what What can you really expect? Yeah. He's also going through a beef with his longtime once friend, uh, Webby. Which they is got heartbreaking. Into a, they got into it back and forth. Um, basically, to summarize it, because they both made these long-ass posts, but uh, uh, Webby basically said something, uh, called him out for not reaching, for uh, not reaching out while boozy, wait, let me see. Wait, hold on. Webby threw the first shot and unleashed on Webby, essentially claiming, uh, calling him out for never reaching out while Boozy was behind bars. Yeah, this was the post he, uh, Webby posted under a picture. Okay. So they they went back and forth about not him not being there for them when they were in jail. And basically it goes back and forth between you didn't call me. You didn't hold me down when I. You didn't hook my family up with money when I needed it, and so so and so. Uh, Boozy goes on and says that you know I did all this stuff for you. You never appreciated it. I put you on for shows. You didn't show up. I did all this stuff for you, and you never appreciated it. And you never showed any love. And we had to separate our and go our separate ways. And then I think he deleted his Instagram or something, or deleted all this shit, so it's not even there no more. But on the internet, it's all forever. So I know they had been silent on the reason why there was some beef. This is the first time we've seen it this public. So who do y'all think anybody's at fault here? Or do y'all just think that they both acting ignorant and need to grow up? Oh, Jasmine okay, muted. Let me unmute you. Well, um, seeing as I have been a big fan of them both, and their whole Trill dynasty. Um, I think it's really sad to see. Um, it was been obvious over the years since Boosie got out of jail that something has been very off with the two of them. They never wanna really speak on it in public in which I can commend them up until this point that they never really, at least to my knowledge, they've never really talked about what the real issue was publicly. Boosie, when I see him be asked questions, um, he normally just kind of puts it, you know, doesn't really say too much. So for Webby to come out and say what he did just all of a sudden out of nowhere was very random to me because for one, this is a Webby loving household over here. So we've been looking for Webby for some time. <laughs> Ashley's like friends with him on Snapchat and everything. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. So we've been looking like wondering what was wrong with him. Like I'm sure a lot of his fans have been, but for him that at least for me, him to be the that to be the first time that we've heard from him and he's coming at Boosie it's like okay well what happened behind the scenes to escalate this to the public all of a sudden because y'all been y'all been real quiet about whatever y'all beefing about behind the scenes for a really long time so it's just kind of sad to see and it's also like sad to see that obviously both of them are not in the best mental state (laughs) um at this point in time in their lives 
Um, I don't know if it's the drugs. I don't know. You know, Boosie obviously smokes weed on live all the time and he drinks or he, I don't know, he used, I don't know what Boosie does, honestly. But um, it's just sad to see that clearly both of them are not really, not really at their best selves right now for them to be um, going at it. So I don't know if there's a mediator in this case. I don't know. They normally were the the OGs that people looked up to in their in their um their their unit, their camp or whatever. So I don't know who who steps in at this point to to kind of to kind of diffuse and mediate the situation. That's what I would be looking forward to and want to see happen more than anything. More than them keep going back and forth like this because it's really sad. So, Figgy, what are your what are your thoughts on the uh, Boozy versus Webby saga? Uh, I think it's it's unfortunate, man. We see this all the time. I'm not a big fan of airing each other out on social media. I I don't know if they uh well it looked like he said he could have did Boozy say you could have yeah he said you could have called me. Mm-hmm. I I think that's one of those situations where you know if you felt some type of way, man, y'all got to talk. You can't do this type of stuff because, you know, we don't need to know all of this. We, um, You know, y'all, I don't know if they've been cool um, since he got out of jail or I don't know how their relationship is, but this type of stuff don't need to happen. I'm not a fan of it. I ain't like, I, I kind of didn't like when um, Carl Crawford did it to um, yeah. with T. Ferris. To me, I, I think that's type that type of stuff, you got to talk to each other. Like making a long post like this should be the last resort where you can't get in touch with that person and this person is clearly ducking you or something like that, then it's kind of like, hey, I need to share my part <laughs> since you're not, you know, I can't get in touch with you. But outside of that, man, I think Boosie right. You need to, you should have called me. <laughs> I, I, I really don't like this type of stuff because those two legends – all it takes is a phone call, man. Like you can argue, cuss, cry, whatever, man. But y'all gotta talk behind closed doors. We don't need to see all of this. I agree, man. They could have aired this out, and I'm sure this is probably one of those things where they, you know, dudes. We, as men, we have a lot of pride, so nobody wants to be the first one. I think uh, Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan would talk about this shit too. Charles Barkley uh, fell out with Michael Jordan. Because Charles Barkley went and said, you know, that the Bobcats at the time, now the Hornets, Charlotte Hornets, uh, had terrible management and Michael Jordan did a terrible job and he's surrounded by yes men and all this stuff about Michael Jordan as an owner. And, you know, they, they fell out, but Charles won't even try to mend that fence. You know, he won't reach out. He'll like, he's like, well, Jordan can call me if he has a problem with it. It's like, well, Jordan ain't gonna call you. He ain't that type of dude. He he's still mad at Isaiah Thomas from the 80s. Yeah. So as men, we don't want to be the ones to reach out and say, I'm sorry you took it this way, but this is what I really meant, and this is what really happened. And usually these things can be explained in like an hour-long talk. Yeah. You know, and they usually are. Yeah. But we're so full of pride that we don't want to be the ones to look weak and we don't want to look like that. So these beefs go on for years and years and years, and we don't realize until it's too late. Yeah, that, damn, we could have settled this shit. You know, it really wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very unfortunate that they got a fallout like this. Um, Webby looks like he's in bad shape. Mm. Um, there's a video circulating of him talking crazy about 
some suspect shit I won't get into right now, but it's very, very suspect. And if you heard it, you know what I'm talking about. So I, I think Webby just, I don't know if it's substance abuse or what, but I think he is going through some shit and hopefully yeah. he gets some help because he looks bad too. And hopefully they can reconvene, man. Hopefully this is kind of like, this kind of feels like Gucci and Waka. Yeah. You know, how close they were and how big they fell out. Yeah. Yeah. Everything going public. Yeah. I, I would, really hope they can reconcile. Yeah. I would have thought they been back cool by now because yeah. I feel like Gucci changed his ways. You know, he a different man. He married now. So I would have thought they came together by, by then, but it must have really been serious. I think one of them actually said that they finally talked and things were okay now. I think Waka might have said that. Oh, okay. But I think that he said that they finally, this is only like a few months ago, but I think they said they finally talked and they're okay now. I don't think they cool like they ever going to be again. Yeah, you know? but it's but no problem. I think problems. They, they said they finally talked and they're okay. So, yeah. But that beef lasted a long time, it felt like, and this mm-hmm. one might too. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Sad to see. Hopefully, somebody. Yeah, hopefully, they at least settle it where they, yeah. you know, I ain't got, I'm not saying they need to make a mixtape together, even though that might be fire. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they need to at least be cool because you don't, like I said, life too short. You don't know what can happen to somebody. And you don't want to be in that situation where, you know, damn, this person passed. And I didn't even get a chance to, you know, I was up. I don't even know what we was mad about. Yep. So you don't want to be in that situation. But sadly, that's how it usually goes, you know. Yeah. So I hope things don't go that way with this one. But mm-hmm. who knows, man? We'll see. Other shit that happened. Uh, I guess there is talk about Nikki dissing Beyonce on the Say So remix. I didn't hear about this. Mm. Um, hmm. I'm looking for the shot that's supposed yeah. to be. You want to hear it? Let me see. Yeah, go. Well, yeah. no, nah, we can't play music, remember? Okay, I got it on, um, I got it in my folder. I was just going to play the clip. Okay, sure. go, go ahead and play the clip. Hopefully, it'll be okay. What you talking about who body fake? What do you feel is in your face? You just full of hate. That real ass ain't keep your nigga home. Then you look at silly that's walk to sell like home. Wait, okay. whoa. Whoa, wait a minute. Wait, whoa. <laughs> Why does anybody think that's a Beyonce? Go ahead. Because so, of the tick, because wait, go back. I need to hear that again. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't pay that any attention. What you talking about who body fake? What do you feel is in your face? You just full of hate. That real ass ain't keep your nigga home. Then you look at silly that's walk to sell at home. All right, so bat story is you know Beyonce made the song with Meg, hopped on the mm-hmm. remix, and she said and she said something about you know her ass is real. And so mm-hmm. I think Nikki and um, Doja Cat dropped this song, but this part wasn't on there at first. So I think Nikki added a verse or added that part to it or, or mm. second verse, something like that. But yeah. originally, according to the um, Twitter or the um, this article, they thought she was talking about Wendy Williams. So that was the rumor that she was dissing Wendy Williams. So I think think Nicki Minaj might have posted on her IG story saying, no, I'm not talking about Wendy Williams, pretty much. So people mm-hmm. start assuming she was talking about Queen B. So and, when I first heard this, I assumed it was Cardi. Mm-hmm. But now looking at the backstory of the lyric where I guess Beyonce saying, you know, talking about she got real ass, 
Yeah, she said, um, if you can't, yeah. if you can't, if you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. And then basically, like, if you want to say some real ass, look over here. Yeah. And then Nicki Minaj, the fact that if that real ass ain't keep your man home. Yeah, that hmm. line about her not keeping her man at home and it like about the words of the silicone hmm. was like a direct bar to Beyonce that obviously a lot of people just overlooked because I definitely overlooked it. I didn't think anything of it. Now I see it. At first, yeah, I didn't think it was Beyonce, but looking at them back and forth, yeah, the real ass yes. being used in both lines. Go ahead. Just so you know, the B the B team over here has been in speculation that Nikki and Beyonce have been beefing for quite some time now. Not necessarily beefing, but they're not friends. Like, like you know, the whole tour, the whole um, feeling myself that they had. Oh yeah, that's been done. Like that whole like relationship. And I think Rocky, you even like allude to sometimes like that was all like publicity, anyways. Like that wasn't yeah. really a real thing. I think that it was a real thing at one point in time, but something happened. I think something happened, and for whatever reason, it's it's very you notice you don't you've never seen Nicki and Minaj, Nicki Minaj and Beyonce together again ever again. And not that yeah. Beyonce's ever with a bunch of people, but yeah. it's just very odd that you haven't seen them together also, ever again. Yeah. Also, you gotta look at to this. Meek Mill is very close with Jay Z and the yeah. Carters, and so yeah. they they got his back more than probably got hers so ain't no telling what meek been saying about nikki or it could be the rumors that oh she's on drugs or she doing this and she's supporting this pedophile brother or i don't know mm -hmm. so maybe it maybe that could have something to do with it too maybe it's something that we point, don't know because because um remember i don't know if y'all remember when meek was in jail nikki didn't want to act as i don't know if it was a character witness or something like she didn't some she could have come out and said like testified something that could have helped in his defense and she didn't want to do it but then now we know obviously rock nation took over Mink's case and helped him out legally so that could have been that that is a good point that you know that you made that could be something to do with it too yeah yeah i mean look nikki has a lot of enemies in the music industry and i think that's the reason why she doesn't have a grammy I think that's why she hasn't had a number one record until now with Doja Cat, which really don't count. <laughs> so I think she has a lot of enemies in the industry, honestly. And I wouldn't be surprised if Beyonce and Jay-Z were some of them. You know, I could see them not fucking with her and likewise. So yeah. now that I look at it, this is a pretty good theory. I, I do think that Nicki Minaj, she was very petty. It was her last name. It, I think it still is her last name. She's still married. So her yeah. last name is Petty. Oh, that's and his real last name? Yes. I didn't know yeah. that. Uh. Yeah. I thought she Her was last going off. name is literally Petty. I thought she was just playing off of the joke of, oh, I'm Petty. I'm Mrs. Me too. Miss Petty. No, the yeah, guy's yeah. name is, the guy's last name is actually Petty, her husband. So okay. she's officially Nicki Minaj Petty or whatever. Petty. Herself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, so I think this has legs. I was going to shoot it down, but I think we've talked ourselves into it, and I see it. I think Nicki Minaj was definitely shooting at, shooting some shots. And I think that's about it. Y'all been watching shit lately? Anything y'all been talking about? If you, if you watch our feed on Facebook, we had an extensive conversation about the uh, Michael Jordan documentary. Um, it's coming to an end tonight, so finally, all will be said and done about the career of Michael Jeffrey Jordan. 
<laughs> and we can stop the debates at least for a week, maybe, hopefully. Yeah. But is there anything else y'all been watching? Anything else y'all been? Uh, Real quick, I meant to say this earlier on our Facebook feed. The one thing I'm tired about with the MJ doc is freaking ESPN doing whole segments. Yes. Like, when I tell you, like, Wednesday, they were still talking about the doc. This is like, man, I know it ain't no sports, but it's so irritating, man. They doing a post-show meeting about, or post-show show about the meet, uh, the, <laughs> the job. This is like, man, I'm so sick of this. It's, it's very Ooh. irritating. But um, anyway, um, the one thing I am watching, I took Jack Freeman's advice and, and checked out the show called The Morning Show. It's on mm-hmm. Apple TV, and it's a pretty good show. You got Jennifer Aniston in it. You got uh, Reese Witherspoon in it. Um, Steve Carell. It's it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good show. It's pretty much um, about a, a TV morning show in New York, and um, pretty much going through drama and stuff like that. It, it's real good. Yeah, I've heard that's good too. I'm gonna check it out. Um, I also, I, I don't think I talked about it yet, but I finished Godfather of Harlem season one. Okay. Okay. I thought it was really good. Um, I thought actually the last episode was the worst mm. as far as the writing and the acting was kind of, it kind of threw me off the way the guy died at the end. The singer dude was so obviously coming that yeah. it was so corny how they did it. Yeah. Hey baby, look, I'm going to open for Sam Cooke at the Apollo tonight. And also <laughs> I got two tickets to Los Angeles and we're going to move and live there forever. We're going to get paid to live there. Our dreams are coming true. And she's like, I'm so proud of you, baby. We finally did it. We finally made it. And of course, it was so obvious that he was going to die that yeah. it couldn't be more, like it was embarrassing how it was written. I hated that. But everything else about this show was good, man. Great casting. Um, and I'm looking forward to season two, man. I do hate when shows end on a cliffhanger, yeah, because you don't know if they're coming back. Yeah, I don't know, they don't if, know if they're coming, coming back. back with this quarantine stuff. Yeah, unless they already recorded season two. No, I'm sure production probably just got pushed back. Yeah, but you, for the way TV shows work, you don't know you're getting renewed until after the season ends. Yeah, so I hate when a show does that because you don't know if they're coming back. And a lot of shows will just end with no resolution. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they should have wrapped everything up, but I'm just saying, like, it felt like we left in the middle of a season. Yeah. The way this shit ended. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward to season two. Very well acted. I, I recommend it to anybody who's interested in a good crime drama show. Well acted, well produced, well written for the most part till the last episode. But. <laughs> Check that out, everybody. How you feel about um, how you feel about the episode with uh, Muhammad Ali? I mean, okay, <laughs> is that I too mean, much? I think <sighs> Muhammad Ali is hard to capture, and I guess the guy did his best. Or Cassius Clay. Yeah, he wasn't really <laughs> believable, but I mean, he did his best. It's yeah. a TV show, no, and I'm, it was only one episode. No, I'm saying as far as, like, the storyline of him, uh, all the stuff that was going through with that. I, I mean, I don't know if any of it was true. I doubt any of it was. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I kind of felt like it was kind of cheesy to even have him be that involved in the main plot, Yeah. period. Like, it was okay to have him be at the gym, and then be at the fight. 
But yeah, then getting kidnapped and getting roped into a whole thing and having a whole setup about the fight, yeah, that was a little too much, and it kind of ruined the believability of it. Yeah, where it's like, okay, this is too much, too, too, too cheesy. Yeah. But uh, besides that, I thought it was okay. I mean, yeah, things like that get on my nerves, but it wasn't. It didn't completely take me out the show. I'll say yeah, that. it was still a good show. Yeah. Yeah, but that was a little bit too much. Yeah, I agree. Forrest, uh, Forrest Whitaker, man, like I felt the part where he had to kill his boy. Yeah, that I felt that part, man. Yeah. So, what about you, Jasmine? You watching anything lately? Uh, not anything new. I don't know if I don't think either of you had been watching How to Get Away with Murder or had started it way back when when it first started, but um, that season came to that show came to an end this mm-hmm. past thursday so they finally what happened uh, did you watch it off. yeah i what, did what happened like, um, like people it's funny when people talk about that show or tweet about that show and yeah. I, I wish they was doing this with power but they tweet yeah. like oh my god i can't believe that happened <laughs> like they tweet yeah. everything and don't spoil it where i'm like what the fuck happened what happened yeah. so i really don't know what so, happened but all i know it was crazy it's kind of yeah it's kind of hard to really get into depending on where you may have left off but i i will say for a show entirety i think that they ended it really well i think that it had a nice conclusion to the end i think that you had a good idea about what happened to each character that you you know that you would have wanted to know about i think that they the writers did a really good job at making that show you know come to a conclusion uh I don't I don't really want to get into any spoilers in case anybody listening does watch it because I feel like oh, it, it, it's just gonna be a long <laughs> it's just gonna be a long script. Like I, I, I don't know how to summarize it. Did somebody did somebody did somebody die or go to jail at the end? Yes. Yes. To both? So huh? To both? So I can tell you, Connor went to jail. Okay. Annalise died. That- Oh, she died. died. Uh, what's we call it? Died the black lady. I forgot her name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she damn. Died. damn. She got Frank killed. Died. Bonnie died. Like her two like counterparts, the people that helped her with everything, they died. Um, Michaela, which is the black law student, the black girl that was a law student, she ended up becoming like a judge or something. You just see her kind of getting sworn into whatever she was doing, some type of law. Which and um, what else? Laurel, she was she lived. She they didn't really say much of what happened to her, but the way that they they displayed her ending was I, I was okay with it. So, um, so yeah, how, they gave they gave a good ending to everyone, I think, and 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 didn't really leave you guessing because I mean you have nothing to go back to. Yeah. So how did you know? So how did they die? Uh, did they all die the same way, or all throughout the show they no. died throughout that episode? So yeah, yeah, they show it throughout the whole episode how each one died. So Annalise, um, I was talking to I think Walker a little bit about it. Like Annalise either died, it may, they made it seem like she died over time of old age, and it could have been alcoholism. Um, oh, okay. Because I don't like over over throughout the season she was an alcoholic. She like battled with alcohol um, alcoholism. So um, but it did seem like maybe old age. Um, okay. Connor he went to jail. Um, pretty much a life sentence and then or 20 years I think he got and then he was after he got out of jail when he was re- like was re-seen at Annalise's funeral 
So, um, you know, he was fine. Um, him and his husband were fine. They were at the funeral. Laurel was at the funeral. Her son, um, Wes's child, he grew up and became a law professor, basically. And basically became exactly like it. They basically, it's, it, it could be a spinoff show for How to Get Away with Murder again, because um, Laurel's son, her, Laurel and Wes's son is basically doing exactly what Annalise Keating was doing, which is teaching those children how to be a law student. So, I mean, it was cool. If you haven't watched it, um, it's, I don't, I want to say that was season six. So it's not too bad um, as far as if you want to get into a new show, especially since now you know there's an ending. You don't have to mm -hmm. wait for the ending. Um, I recommend it. It did get kind of weird. Like it got kind of ridiculous throughout um, a couple of seasons, but <laughs> I was so invested that I needed to know how it ended. Kind of like Power, but it mm -hmm. ended better than Power. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. So Or kind of like Scandal. <laughs> Scandal. Yeah, that's sad. That's like that's like because power was so good, but now yeah. that's like the benchmark on how not to end the show. Like at least it was better than power. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, people really people never talk about the first couple seasons of uh, power. Ah, yeah. It's like Game of Thrones, man. It ruined the entire thing, dog. <laughs> I'm telling you, ruined the entire thing, man. But so, at least people and, still look at Game of Thrones as a great show, though. Like no, they really don't. Really? That's a crazy thing, man. Mm. No one you don't see you don't see nobody talking about Game of Thrones no more. Mm. You really don't. And I've been following people who are super nerdy about the show. Like Paul Galando oh. talk about that shit no more, man. He yeah. was a super Game of Thrones nerd. Do they got spinoff coming shit up too? In a long time. They got the spinoff coming. They were supposed to, but I think it got canceled. Oh damn. Okay. So I don't know what's going on with it, man. I think the the whole fran the, like they fucked it up so bad, the entire franchise is in trouble, dog. Nobody cares about the shit no more. Yeah. It was the most fucked up way to end anything. So anyway, thank you everybody for watching us on Facebook, listening to the podcast on Gems and Juice, on all podcast streaming platforms, basically. The ones that matter anyway. <laughs> and y'all have any personal things coming up you want to promote the plug or just um playlists. They yep. are um, if you follow me already, if you don't, you should, but um, I have a couple that are uploaded on my profiles, but not on my Instagram. So um, go check those out. I'll start dropping them on my Instagram pretty soon. But yes, check out those. And I am getting less anxious and will probably start live DJing pretty soon. So you should. For that too. I'm kind of jealous. I, I kind of want to do that so bad, but mm -hmm. I just ain't got the time to try to uh, like try to learn everything. Yeah. Yeah, you do, man. But we're all inside now, dog. You, you can learn. Man, it. I really don't ain't let got nothing to hold you back. <laughs> nothing hold you back. Uh, Figgy, what about you, man? You got anything cooking up? Nah, I'm chilling. Um, I released the Figgy's World um, last week, this past yes. Wednesday. So um, I'm pretty much planting the plant. I, I planted a tomato plant. So okay, check it out. It's okay. cool. Okay, get into botany, I see. Okay. Yeah, good. man. It's cool. Hey, man, <laughs> got to kill the time somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So make sure you follow the podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. We be posting shit. Well, y'all be posting shit, keeping the content going. We love that. So uh, check us out, and we will be back at again next week. Maybe with a special yeah. guest, maybe not. Who knows? Fuck <laughs> it. We'll see. <laughs> So for the lovely Jasmine, or for the man himself, Figgy Fig, I am Ryan Rocket, and this is the Juice Podcast. Peace.
Peace. I love this song.